Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest it's your Friday. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> Hello, Edwin. It is Friday. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a good day. It is a good, it's day. A good day. Here it is, October 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> You're fixating on these dates. You realize that the person who's listening to this might actually be listening to it on December 3rd, right? Well, they might, and they might be listening to it in the middle of the night, not in the morning at all. <laughs> it, they might even listen to it not on a Friday. That's crazy. But it feels so timely this way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and because it's Friday when this is hitting the airwaves, we want to invite you to be with us this Sunday. We're going to be worshiping God together, the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue, We're going to be gathering together to sing and to pray and to hear God's word, to remember the death and resurrection of our Savior Jesus Christ, to sacrifice from our own means for his work. Uh, We've got Bible classes in the evening. We would love for you to come and be a part of that. So you can go to christiansmeethere.org and get all the details about that. We certainly would love to see you, love to meet you. Uh, Today we are finishing up our reading of Matthew 7. We've been reading through it this week, coming to the conclusion of the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus has one more uh, picture to paint for us here, and then a little bit of crowd reaction, I guess. Are you going to read that for us? Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 29, English Standard Version. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. I really love that ending in verse 28 and 29 to just see what did the crowd think when they first heard this and they were astonished or they marveled at his teaching. Uh, It's not just the content, but also evidently in the way he presented it, he spoke as one having authority that no one had taught like this before. Well, he says, you have heard it said, but I say to you. Mm -hmm. He is actually taking to himself the authority of God. Well, and not, I mean, yes, that's exactly right. Taking to himself the authority of God to be able to speak in that way. But as this sermon draws to conclusion, he basically says, you're going to listen and do these words and have life and the joy of the Father, uh, or you're not, and it will be destruction and a great fall upon you. Uh, you know, to offer blessing, to have power over life and over death, this is incredible authority. Well, in the paragraph just before this, he had talked about people who might uh, call him Lord, but yes. not do the will of the Father. What, what he's saying right there is everything I've just been teaching you is the will of the Father, the Father who gives good gifts, who has a good reward waiting for you. If you don't do his will, you don't get that reward. And then he wraps up with this parable that says, and here's how you do the will of the Father. Mm -hmm. You do what I said. 
Yeah, isn't that great? Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord. Do you think everyone's looking around and like, did he, did he, did he just call himself Lord? Yes, he did. Did he just paint a picture where everybody calls him Lord? <laughs> well, and there's going to be people who call him Lord, and some of them will do what he says, and some of them won't. Mm-hmm. And he says, the only people for whom I'm really Lord are the people who do what I say. You know, he's going to say that in Luke that's yeah. going to be recorded. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? Yeah, Luke 6, verse 46. So uh, let's talk about how he presents in a most memorable way those people who hear him do his words and those people who do not obey his words. I have a lesson that I like to preach from this passage called How to Build Your Life on Sand. Mm. And the real the the heart of it is, and, and I remember, I think I called it How to Build Your Life on, on Sand in Five Easy Steps or something. I don't remember exactly how I broke down the steps, but I remember the first one was, well, hear the word of the Lord. And I know that sounds odd, but notice that the difference between the wise man and the foolish man isn't about the hearing. Mm-hmm. The wise man and the foolish man, or they the wise person, the wise woman, and the foolish woman, they both hear. Yeah, they do. They both listen. He's talking to his audience. He's basically saying, I'm looking at a bunch of people who have now listened to what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about whether you hear it. It's actually not about whether you, quote, go to church and hear the sermons. It's actually not about whether you read the Bible. There are lots of foolish people who are reading the Bible. There are lots of foolish people who quote, go to church and hear the sermons. There are lots of foolish people that attend Bible class. How do you build your life on sand? Well, you hear it, and then you don't do it. Yeah, that's one of those takeoffs in the book of James we've alluded to throughout the week in James 1, verse 22. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. We can get all jacked up on good preaching, but if we don't practice it, you know, uh, we're just kidding ourselves. I love what it says in James 1, 23, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and he goes away and at once forgets what he was like. As I, as I hear that word picture, I can see it being one of two things. Mm-hmm. One of them is, okay, he's just saying, look, this is just, it's like this very natural thing. You know, you look in a mirror, but if you were to turn around and have to draw a portrait of yourself, I mean, you'd have to go back and look. I mean, that's when when people are painting pictures, you know, they have to have their model right there and they have to keep looking at it to get it just right. And so if you're painting a self-portrait, well, we realize that when you look away, you don't remember everything. Yeah. So, so maybe it's that, but I actually think it's something a little bit different. I, I think... One of my favorite Norman Rockwell paintings is his self-portrait. It's It's brilliant. He's just trying to look over. Yeah. Trying to look at the mirror. But I I actually think that it's it's not it's not this picture of, you know, if you were having to paint a self-portrait, you'd have to keep looking back because it's just natural. You walk away from the mirror and you forget. I think he's actually saying something a little bit different. I think what he's pointing out is could you imagine a person who just looked at the mirror, but then if they saw themselves, they didn't even know it was them? Hmm. Like they didn't even recognize themselves. Yeah, I mean, I saw myself and I knew it was me, but now I'm seeing myself again and I forgot. I forgot that was me. (laughs) Now that's really foolish, isn't it? Mm. I think that's what James is saying. He says, if you look into the word of God, if you hear the word of God and you don't do it, you're like a person who looked in the mirror and now you can't even recognize yourself. Yeah. When we look in the word, we're seeing a mirror. It's supposed to show us here's who you are. But if we decide not to do it, it, we've forgotten what we're supposed to be. And he's saying that's, that's pretty foolish, which goes back to Jesus' statement. If you hear what I say and do it, 
that's pretty wise. If you hear what I say and don't do it, uh, that's pretty foolish. I notice also in this story that whether you were wise and built on the rock or whether you were foolish and did not, uh, you still get the storm. Yes. You still get the, the wind and the waves. There's still the testing upon your foundation of, of what you did with this teaching of the Lord. And so uh, also I think this is consistent with everything we've read. What the Lord is not teaching in his gospel of this kingdom is that you will get your best life now and it's all easy here and you escape all the trials and judgments. Um, it occurs to me that even if your life is you know, fairly free of difficult circumstances, there's still going to come a great storm and, and that's ultimately God's judgment. I mean, the paragraph right before was talking about that day when you go and meet the Lord and uh, and whether or not you have actually done the will of the Father and served him or you've been doing all these other things which were actually false fruit and evil fruit, there's a great storm coming and it's the judgment day. I think it's so important to see that, Andrew. I'm with you on that one. And it's, I wasn't always with you on that one. Historically, I've seen this as talking about the storms of life. Hey, it all, it always rains in someone's life. It's always stormy at some point and there's going to be hardships and you're going to lose loved ones and you're going to go through sickness and you're going to get fired. And I mean, all of that's true. Well, and I, and I, I guess this has application world. to that. This yeah. has application sure, to that. It can get there. Yeah. But when I, when I sit back, just like you pointed out, he just had a picture of judgment. And now he starts reminding me about rain falling and mm-hmm. floods rising and wind blowing and beating against houses. How can I read this and not think about there was a time when that very literally happened? Oh, you're going old school now. You're going Genesis and Noah. Is that yes, where you're going? Yeah. absolutely. This is a picture of judgment. Now, Jesus Flood. is not saying that one day the world's going to flood again, because God, of course, promised that wasn't going to happen. Correct. But he is using a picture of judgment to say, look, guys, look, this is not just about how you're going to get along in this life. This is about the fact that judgment is coming. Mm. And I'm going to either say, enter in, good and faithful servant, enjoy the rest of your Lord, or I'm going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I didn't know you. And here's the difference. When that judgment hits, if you built your house on the rock, you'll survive. You'll, You'll thrive. You'll go through the judgment. If you didn't, if you built your house on the sand, mm-hmm. you will not. Your house will fall and great will be its fall. So in hearing his word and then doing it, this is how we're building on a foundation. And I think that goes back to much earlier in the chapter about whether or not you've taken a moat out of your eye or you're going to continue on, uh, whether you're going to ask and seek and knock, which gate you're going to enter in, which path you're going to pursue. Uh, These teachers whether you're going to be discerning of the fruit or not. Let's take it back even further than that. Yeah. Because what I see is a neat little package. He gives the introduction, which is the Beatitudes and the similitudes, mm-hmm. however we decided we were supposed to pronounce that word. But then That's he the gives salt and the light. The salt and the light. Yeah. You are similar to salt and light. Then we get to 
do not think that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I haven't come to abolish them, but to fulfill, fulfill them. Therefore, them. whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments mm-hmm. and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, the scribes and the Pharisees, blind teachers, and if you follow them, you're going to be blind, mm-hmm. and you're going to wind mm-hmm. up into the ditch. And so I'm telling you, if anybody relaxes what I'm about to say to you, they're going to be least in the kingdom. Oh, but by the way, when I say least in the kingdom, I don't mean they're just in the kingdom. They're just you know in by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin, by the skin of their teeth. No, 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 no. When I say least in the kingdom, I actually mean people who are not inside the gates. I actually mean people who aren't actually in the kingdom. They missed out. And now I'm going to tell you all these things. I'm going to talk about your anger and your lust and your adultery and your covenant keeping and your oath taking. And I'm going to talk to you about your righteousness and your hypocrisy. And I'm I'm going to talk to you about anxiety and I'm going to talk to you about prayer. But then what I'm going to say is, you know what? This is a narrow way. Mm. This is a narrow way. Mm-hmm. And I know there are blind teachers who are taking you on a different path. And so you need to be careful of false prophets because I, I love the way you said it the other day when you talked about the, the people who change the direction sign or the yeah. destination yeah. sign. Oh, this way to life. False prophets saying this way to life. Yeah. He says, look, if you're following the false prophets, if you're listening to their blind teaching, it is, you're going to fall into the ditch. You're not going to get to life. And so you need to look at the fruit. Does the fruit match up to this sermon mm. or not? Because there's going to be a lot of people who are going to get there and they're going to be trying to display fruit, but that's not the fruit I'm looking for. And so you better build your life on what I say. So how you doing at that? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. How you doing at that? And uh, what is your view of the Lord. Are you astonished at this authority uh, as he lays it out so clearly? Uh, maybe, you know, maybe the good thing about reading this again this week and today is to refresh in our own hearts a little bit of awe for Christ and for his authority as the Lord. We appreciate so much that you have joined us. I just love reading through Matthew 7. I hope it's been a blessing to you. We appreciate your feedback so much. Love to hear from you. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you for the week, the time to be reading the Scripture. Thank you, Father, for creating us in the way that you have, giving us, Father, the dignity of creatures made in your image to be your image bearers in this world and in this life. Along with that, Father, giving us a will that we might choose, choose to hear and do your word or choose to ignore it and then respecting that choice. Father, we pray that we might be humble before you this day to hear and to do the word of Christ, to build our house truly upon a rock, Knowing, Lord, that the day of testing comes, the day of judgment comes, and on that day, we want to be brought in to know your great kingdom. Through the grace of Christ, through your mercy, through the power of the gospel, we are astonished and we confess you are Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. 
Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.